Hello and welcome to Bleed Geek episode number 154. I'm Mike Earl. I'm Matt Fowler. Uh, today is June 19th, 2014. Uh, it's Thursday night, which may not be as usual anymore. Um, coming to you live from Roseville. Uh, as usual, we'll be discussing some of the latest tech news and whatever else we feel is relevant. Um, so the biggest thing, obviously, to happen this week, right off the bat, is the new Amazon phone. Are they just calling it the Fire Phone? I didn't even pay attention to that. I think that's what they're calling it, right? Fire. Amazon. I just go to the front page. It'll tell me right Amazon there. Fire. Introducing Fire Phone. Um, so because it's hot. Yeah. It's on fire. It's on fire. It's a 4.7 inch display, 2 gig RAM, 2.2 gig quad core processor. Um. It's got a pretty good camera, 13 megapixels, but it's got quite a bit of power behind it. Obviously, megapixels don't tell the whole story, but all the other specs pan out to actually probably putting it just maybe a little ahead of the iPhone in a lot of the specs, which is generally your base for a good camera in phones, although some people may disagree with that. Um, so what's what's the deal with that? Well... It's a phone. It's basically everything that was rumored. It's got like four cameras on the front to watch your head movement so it can like move things as you move. Like it watches your head somehow. Um, Why is everything watching me these days? It always feels me, like just creeping me out. somebody's watching. I don't know. Because that's what they do. The NSA loves it. Um, so, yeah. So it interacts, whatever, moves around, does that. Uh, from what I've read, the build is okay, not great. It's glass on both sides with rubber, so um, they, it's a, a a version of their fire operating system that they use on their tablets, obviously, basically with the phone in it. Um, I know that tilting the phone is how you get to some menus. You can like tilt up to get a menu to pop up. Like That's weird because... I understand it's watching your like head, but over at the same suddenly, time, yeah. what if, like, yeah, that seems weird. Um, one of the biggest things that it has, though, is this app called Firefly. That's what they're calling it, right? Firefly? Yes. Um, it recognizes anything, basically. It actually has a dedicated Firefly button on the side of the phone. It basically scans a picture, whether it's like email addresses, phone numbers, QR codes, barcodes, artwork, movies, music, any kind of product. Basically, that allows you to buy it instantly on Amazon. Uh, everyone basically says it's a buying machine. Like, um, and they basically have the iPhone specs as far as price goes. It's two hundred on contract, yeah, three hundred for the bigger model. I think it's actually thirty-two and sixty-four though, instead of sixteen and thirty-two. Yeah. And then 64. Um, it's at right about the same price off contract. It's like 700, I think. Um, and only exclusively could, at AT&T Exclusively right at now. AT&T right now, which is, seems crazy in and of itself, but that's what it is. I think you can pre-order it now, and I think they're available the 25th. Um, I don't know. It, it, they, they talked about, you know, it has the May Day app, like... Uh, the Kindle Fires do, yeah. where you can press it and a live person will talk to you within, supposedly within 15 seconds, 24-7, um, which is kind of weird. And then, of course, it has all the other stuff that uh, Amazon has had. Um, I've thrown in that free year of Prime. 
yeah, you get a free year of Prime, which is worth a hundred bucks if you buy one, which of course gives you access to, um, you know, Prime Video, another music service, music service, as well as the two day shipping, Kindle's owner's lending library, and if you're already a, a Prime member, they'll add twelve more months. So, which is nice, right? I don't know, like, it's kind of weird. I don't like the way it looks. But, Mike, it looks like an iPhone. <laughs> it really does. I was thinking that just minus the home button at the bottom. Yeah. There's, like, another microphone or maybe that's what you're talking to at the bottom. It looks the same. Well, I feel so, like you'd yeah. be picking it upside down a lot. I can't tell by this picture. The top well, yeah, one the looks picture, a little like, smaller. The top one looks a little smaller, the bottom one's bigger. There's looks like more cameras up top. Yeah, I think there's three cameras at the top, the top and one at the bottom. On this picture, it looks like there's two possibly over in that little bottom left corner yeah i thought they said there was four on the front that's why i didn't know but well it might be four for like the watching of the face one of them might be the light sensor light sensor maybe that one would be like the like skyping or facetiming type camera aim straight at you uh all in all i don't know i've seen mixed opinions i've heard that the ui is kind of crappy which I've heard before about the Kindles anyway, or the the fires. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think it's like, a lot of people think the 3D type stuff was innovative, like with the motion control and stuff. That seems to be getting some positive response. And they have an SDK for Firefly, which means that you can build it into other apps somehow. So I, I don't know what people do with that, but I'm sure people come up with crazy ideas because that's what they do, right? I mean... There's so many crazy apps. You're like, how did someone even like, you know, like, come up with this idea? Like, like when the first healthcare ones started coming out, where they're measuring your your pulse by your finger, right? Like yeah. those ones are like, like stuff like that. So, I don't know. Um, we'll see how well it sells. It's Amazon though, so they just do what they want. They pump products out. Really, yeah. I like Amazon a lot, although. I don't know. Some of the stuff they've done recently. More firmly entrenched in your Apple. Well, right. But, I mean, some of the stuff Amazon has done more recently seems a little underhanded as well. In well, terms of their treatment the, of... Their business stuff with uh, what Warner Brothers. Books. and Yeah, Hatchet Books. Yeah. Warner Brothers, they recently stopped doing pre-orders for the Lego movie because they're in dispute with them. And then the Hatchet Books. Well, I think books. it wasn't just Lego movie. I think it's all Warner Brothers titles. But that was the big one coming, that, right? Yeah. And then... Because it had been available for pre-order and then suddenly disappeared. And I was like, what the heck? Yeah. And then Hatchet Books, they start, they stopped doing a lot of stuff with them Stephen because... Stephen Colbert made a big deal about it on Because show. he's on, yeah. on their label. Yeah. like So his books were suddenly unavailable on Amazon or long wait periods to get them. Yeah. Um, pre-orders were disappearing. Stuff like that. Um it's all business, I understand, but at the same time, it's like ebooks have been, or books in general have been your bread and butter for how long? Like that's how they started, right? It was a bookstore, and I mean they do a lot of good stuff, but it's still you kind of wonder sometimes. But who knows? I think overall, this kind of stuff though is going to overshadow those negatives in a lot of people's minds. Yeah. I don't know. I'll be interested to see how well the phone sells. Part of me thinks it'll do really well, but then at the same time, it's like, I don't know how well the Kindle Fires do. I think people buy them because they're cheap, but the phone isn't really cheap. $200 on contract isn't cheap anymore. Like, Google sells phone for $300 off contract, right? Like, 
So it, I think a lot of people are already entrenched in like their phone marketplace already too. Right. Like whether it be Android or Apple, you mean? Android or Apple, but even like the Windows. specific models too. Yeah. You know, and brands that are making them for the Android type things. Like, like everyone's getting Samsungs, or I really love HP or yeah. not HP, but yeah. HTC. Yeah. They are. Um, and it also had unlimited photo backup, cloud storage forever, unlimited, which is better than anyone else is doing in that aspect. But Amazon runs some huge cloud servers, so mm-hmm. it makes sense that yeah. they would do that. And they allow you to store your music there for free uh, if you pay to. Uh, well, so anything you buy from them can be on there for free and then other stuff for a price. So, um, Yeah. That's all that was happening at that Amazon event. Um, Apple unveiled, they didn't really unveil, it just sort of happened, a lower-priced iMac. Uh, it's like $200 lower than the current model. Uh, it's a little little less of a processor, but it's essentially, I saw someone say, it's like the MacBook Air in a iMac body. Like, And the MacBook Air does a good job, especially with the solid-state. I didn't see if the new iMac has the solid-state, but I know it's always available as an mm-hmm. upgrade, but... But essentially just a little bit slower, more of a budget price. It's still $1,099, which is expensive. Not but, quite budget-priced. <laughs> but in comparison it's, it's, for Apple yeah. products, like the, the lowest one currently was $1,299. So. Um, Netflix announced today that they have signed a deal with Chelsea Handler yep. to do a talk show in 2016, which... She's been or weird. Her, her contract's expiring with uh, E, okay. the E network, and I'm I don't know how big how her following is. I feel like it's decent size. But it's, I think it is decent because she meets, you know, a market th- that's not, you know, covered like middle aged women, really, or even like younger younger women like, too. But like late twenties, like a late show that's geared towards them, right? Versus, you know, I mean, I think Jimmy Fallon it's, has more it's crossover. Above, it's like not, it's it's less, it's like, I think the view is like well, older. Views, and, that's, and that's not like that late night talk right. too. It's, that's like women's gossip. Right. That's what I, yeah. Like. like, I feel like there's like, it's like, yeah. Um, But, you know, I've caught snippets of it over the years. She's a little more risky, right? Is she that, is. That's what it's like. Um. You know, it's very pop culture oriented. You know, I know so, her TV show would always start with like three guest comedians who would then they would all just kind of riff on, you know, the week's topics or whatever because it always followed the soup. Okay. On E. And so I'd catch like two minutes of it before being like this crap and turning it off. But um, I like two broke girls. And it's not your mother. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see because it's with Netflix. Like, how are they going to handle doing episodes, like, daily? Or how often it'll be available? When it'll be available? Like, will it be, like, they record it in the morning, it'll be available? Like, like your general, like, your late shows yeah. are now, you know what I mean? But, like, how does that work on Netflix? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like what's it's, the backlog it's, on it's it? Not how the, many it's episodes not their model. You, yeah. it's not, it's, it breaks away from their current model, right? There's no... I mean, the closest thing you have to that on there is Saturday Night Live. I don't, and that's not nearly the same because it's sketch comedy, right? Like, 
but really that is the closest thing you could and you could but that's also not original programming too so like right yeah but i mean even like show wise it's not like they they have jimmy fallon's old episodes you know what i mean like no, because I mean that's kind of weird too. But that's not something you go these, buy on DVD either. Yeah, because those shows are so like here and now. They need this to moment. be maybe within a. They have a, a short expiration. Yeah. Right. Like. Like, do I need to go back and watch him interview Jonah Hill about Twenty One Jump Street again, or right? You know, watch the Foo Fighters perform one song. I would watch that, but yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather just watch a concert film of that, or? Yeah. Listen to the album versus go find, you know, the clip from Jimmy Fallon. Unless it was like, you know, they did something crazy. But that's YouTube. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they do it. It's definitely Netflix's first foray. And I saw a statement saying they were reinventing the talk show. So we'll see. What I mean, it's, it's, sure, it's like weird because it's still so far that, away. Cause it's not till 2016. Because her contract, I don't think, expires until like Christmas of this year. And so then that would probably, you know, that would give them a full year of development. And I think it's weird that they're going to take so long. I mean, it's kind of like when Katie Couric went to Yahoo or whatever the hell she did, right? Like, it's weird still, right? She was going to be there. I don't even know. Is she even there yet? I don't even know. I didn't even know she went to Yahoo. They have a partnership with ABC, so I mean, I think that's what she's on currently, and she'll continue to do that. No, she was NBC. But she had left and gone somewhere else for... Okay. Well, she was on, like, the morning show, and then they bumped her up to, like, the prime time. Right. Thinking, like, her personality would carry it, and I don't think anything really But then now I think they have Brian it. Williams, so they said, yeah. see you later, Katie. And then she went to ABC, okay. where she hosts her own show called Katie. Okay. And then Yahoo hired her as their everything director i don't know something weird right but i don't even know what's happened with that so mm-hmm. yahoo's doing a lot of weird things that's a whole other story but as we all as we've seen i mean netflix is doing well with its original content mm-hmm. so i don't think that this will be bad for them well, um, I mean, if it's a misfire i think they're it's a good learning <laughs> their hits have carried them so far yeah i mean and really i think all of their ones have i mean they it. have a few weird ones that you never hear about like, like lily that. hammer um hemlock hemlock grove or something right that was like an eli roth one or something yeah it was more horror based but but you look at like house of cards or yeah i mean they jumped into the arrested development stuff several different um, i wish you know genres all at once yeah and now you got the turbo the upcoming marvel ones coming out oh yeah that's right um so yeah i mean they're they're taking some risks and so far they've paid off so you, I think they feel a little well, it, more capable of taking bigger risks. Well, and you can even see that, like, Amazon is trying to do the same thing. And there's another company that I feel like just started trying to do their original content, too. I don't remember Xbox. who it was. Yeah, Xbox is doing it. Like, it's obviously... I feel like PlayStation wants to, there's, you know... There's, you know, it's like starting a trend because they see how... And it's weird because, like... Hulu you can, has you, their original content. You can, you can go buy... Uh, House of Cards on DVD. Yeah. I'm sure Orange is the New Black. I bet the other ones too, but no one's buying those ones. But, but I mean, those are the two that you see it. Like you go to Target and you walk down the yeah. Blu-ray aisle. Those are both prominently. Displayed. Which is funny because really, obviously Netflix is never going to lose their license to those ones because they made them. No. So as long as you have Netflix, you never need to buy them. But there's those people, and and even look how like Comcast then is now paying them for 
House of Cards. Like I think you can watch it on Comcast on Demand or something or some com some sort of Comcast. Maybe on their um, stream picks. Yeah, or so, so, somehow is that like a pay per view type thing? It's no, it's it's a streaming service that they have. Like essentially like, Netflix. Kind of. It's to a lesser degree. Probably. It's like a know, two dollars like, more in your account every month. I believe or it's five dollars a month. But it has like a lot of or you know, movies and T V shows and Yeah. But I mean obviously they see they they see the value in it too and when a show does good, it does good. And then how much is it costing to make the DVDs to then potentially have that additional right. market of oh I don't know I don't have Netflix but I've heard good things about this. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe you put the special features on there that is enough of a enticement to get people to say, oh, you know, well, I enjoyed the show. Let me see more of what went into making it. At the same time, I mean, I don't know if they have that or not, but I'm curious now. Because I would assume I f- so. I feel like, though, they would still want that to be accessible by people that are making it. I don't know, because it's, you know, like the streaming service, it's... it's you're getting that simple content. Like, you, you watch the show, you know, and so to clutter it up with all those extra things. And so I, I think that becomes more of, like, the collector's market in some way. Yeah. It seems to be the push of it. You know, so I I think that's why some companies have gone to putting, you know, the extras disc only with their more limited run. Yeah. You know, that happened with... Um, most recent Pirates movie where you had to buy like the 3D special edition version just to get the bonus features. Yeah, they've stopped putting them in a lot of the like, even the regular DVD ones. Yeah. So it's a lot of times won't have them anymore. Because they know the people that want to see those things will pay that little bit extra. Yeah. And then you're not spending the however much it costs to put that disc with every single copy you're selling. Right. That's all about the money, right? Yep. It's all about the and, and then T-Mobile had a little uncarrier event yesterday where they unveiled two new crazy ideas that they had. And on a side note, before all this Amazon exclusive AT&T phone came out, the the CEO, I can't think of his name right now, but he's a crazy person of T-Mobile was ripping on that for that. He's ripping on them for that. Um but they announced that they will allow you to test drive an iPhone 5S for free for a week if you want to check out their T-Mobile's coverage. So you can walk into a T-Mobile store, get an iPhone 5S, and take it for a week and play with it. Uh, they partnered with Apple to get the, get the, the test phones, but... Um, there are some stipulations. Uh, you do have to have a, give them your credit card or check card or whatever. And they do put like a $700 hold on it. Um, so obviously if you don't come back with the phone and then they charge you, if you, there's two things. One of them was if you turn on, find my iPhone and there was one other stipulation. Um, but you have unlimited data on their network, but there's only a small amount of roaming. So if you go out of their service pocket, you only have a little bit of data. But it's an interesting idea. And I've been wondering lately, actually, about T-Mobile because I, I don't have the best service where we're moving. And Who are you with currently? Uh, AT&T. Because um, when I switched to AT&T, they're the only ones that had the iPhone. But that was a long time ago. Um 
but I was on T-Mobile prior to that. You wouldn't go Verizon with their... With what? Seems to me like they've got... In places where I've had issues, people I know who have Verizon have typically been better off than I have. I find that no matter what, I feel like there's always someone that's going to have better service than you. <laughs> no matter who you're with. Well, at some point, obviously, you will have the best. But you know what I yeah. mean? Like, they don't all perfectly cover all the areas. And I think for a large... Verizon does have the largest coverage, I think. But I also think they have the worst plans and rates. But they're the biggest. Well, AT&T... I think Verizon's bigger. But... They're close, right? I mean, T- Sprint's a distant third, and T-Mobile's even distant or yeah. fourth. But but I I know when Sprint and T-Mobile... And T-Mobile, I had one because up in that area, it's always been good in the more rural areas than the other companies, mm-hmm. and that's why everyone for a long time in that area had T-Mobile. But now it's opened up. Like, I for a long time didn't have service at my grandparents at all with AT&T. And when I was up there yesterday, I had LTE with, like, three or four bars almost. So, like, it's it's expanding. Yeah. You could see it all the time. Um, But it's still a good idea for people that are thinking about trying T-Mobile. And it's just an interesting idea because you always do wonder, you know, what coverage would be best for me at place X, Y, and Z, yeah. right? You always want your home and your work are usually the two biggest ones because that's where you are most often. Um, no matter what, in traveling, you're never going to have 100% coverage all the no. time. No. And really, at this day and age, that's what Wi-Fi is for. Um, the other thing they announced was that they were working with streaming companies, and they're going to not charge people that have limited data. or that They have unlimited data. I think everybody does, but you still get throttled after a certain amount on T-Mobile. Um, but... For music streaming, it's with certain partners. Like, I know iTunes Radio, Spotify, Pandora, they don't count against your your data anymore. Which you would think these people are paying them, was what initially I thought, well, these people are all paying T-Mobile. Like, it just makes sense. That's been the talk ever since the whole net neutrality rules have come up, that that's what's going to start happening. But I guess they're actually not. They're just, they basically surveyed their customers and find out which services they like the best. And they actually launched their own in cooperation with Rhapsody, which I don't even remember still existed. I mean, I knew they were still around before, but I figured they'd yeah. got out of business. They don't ever, you don't ever hear about them. But apparently it's called, it's like Unmusic Rhapsody Service or okay. something because they're the uncarrier, you know. Yep. Um, but all of those do not charge against yeah, your data, yeah. which is good. But at the same time, it's like, if you can handle that well enough, why not just open it to completely unlimited for everyone then? Why throttle it, period? Money. But they're, you know, they're they're thinking differently. They're doing things differently. To a degree, but I mean... But for them... That bottom line's still going to be there. The way I see T-Mobile acting right now is they don't care about... I mean, they care about money, obviously, but their their main focus right now is gaining customers. Yeah. And so I think the little things they're doing, they're trying to gain more numbers, right? That's what they want is the numbers. And if they're going to open it up for music, what? why not Netflix as well, right? Like, why? Why? at what point do you stop? But Where like, do you T-Mobile, start? I think the, the difference is in terms of what the service is, like... 
the phone has replaced the PC, really. Well, not even the PC. I'm thinking more like your personal music player. The iPod. Like nobody walks around with a you An know iPod. MP3 player or even like CD player. You, you don't know, carry Walkman, a Walkman, you know that kind right. of thing. And so, I think it's more likely that people are using it for you know streaming their music when they go for a run they or they go to the gym little, you know, or right no i agree you know whereas like netflix you know it's gonna be a bigger download of material because it's not just it, the audio, it takes up more video. bandwidth because yeah. it's video right but and i don't like i see people doing that more with like the tablet devices than with their phones yeah i mean you are right and, and it is the music is a much larger part of people's lives, especially with the portable device. It's it's a much bigger. I I can agree with that, but I still think like there's a point where if your network's good enough to handle it, why stop? And yeah, maybe it's money, but they have unlimited. They just throttle people. So, but now you've built that goodwill because people are seeing right. this piece, but, but you're still getting your your little money on the side from it. But I just think eventually that. I just don't. Uh, I don't think those services are as necessary to do it with with the phone, whereas this one to me makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like, but but like I mean, and like look at like Facebook you don't want to be like Facebook and Instagram let's concerned say. about going over on your. And most you know, people I know that because of your music, most people I know that went over it really was because of their music, right? Yeah. Like so. Because they like you would do it and not think about it, right? Or like they do it at work, even yeah. you know, like, or hook it up to a stereo yeah, somehow home, yeah. or whatever, right? Like again, if you're at home or at work, why aren't you on Wi-Fi? But it's me, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's cool. Mo- like T-Mobile, they do a lot of weird stuff. They they definitely are challenging the bigger companies, but I don't know if they'll make enough impact before they vanish. Because eventually they will. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about, I mean, Sprint buying them or Soft, well, SoftBank bought Sprint, but there's always, you know, who's going to buy T-Mobile yeah. because they they just can't keep up right now. But I don't know. There's plenty of little individual carriers that keep up too. Like, or there's, you know, like regional networks. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, but other than that, I don't have anything else to add tonight. I don't either. No? No. Um, you can find us on all of our social media entities. The Twitter, the Facebook, the Tumblr. Just search for Bleed Geek. Um, you can call us at 406-79-GEEKS or email us at fans at bleedgeek.com. You can follow us individually on... Twitter. Uh, I am at Mike037. At Bleed Geek Movies. At Bleed Geek Movies. And Randy is at The Crandall with two L's. Um, yeah. As always, we thank you for listening. I'm Mike Girl. I'm Matt Fowler. Have a good night. <laughs>